Welcome to the Launch With Flow podcast, a weekly show for purpose-driven women who are ready to embrace a feminine approach for launching. We'll be chatting all things cycle awareness and using your intuitive superpowers combined with the more practical aspects of launching like systems, workflows, planning, and tech. I'm your host, Laura, from Laura in Order, systems queen, cycle awareness coach, and lover of launches. My mission is to show you that launching can be fun and easy, that you can do it in a way that is right for you and feel inspired, organized, calm, and in control. So let's jump into this week's episode. Hello, and welcome to episode 14 of the Launch with Flow podcast. Today's episode is an exciting one. Today we have our first guest expert appearing on the podcast. In this episode, I chatted with my friend Jacqueline Atkins. Now, if you haven't met Jacqueline before, Jacqueline is a business clairvoyant and energy healer. She supports coaches and healers to clear their energy body and get energetically connected to their business so they can attract the right clients. Jacqueline is passionate about creating a new business paradigm where ease, fun, spaciousness, and abundance replace the hustle and constriction of the patriarchal business model. In this episode, we talked about connecting in with the energy body of your business and how to find ways to choose more ease, joy, flow, and alignment between yourself and your business. So let's jump into the episode. Jacqueline, welcome to the Launch with Flow podcast. I would like to start by asking, what does the word flow mean to you? I think for me, being an energy person, flow is very much about energy. Like flow for me is moving with the energy. And if the energy is not there, then you pause. So for me, that's what flow is. So sometimes flow can, can feel like it means constant motion. But I, for me, it's not. For me, it is when the energy is there, then you move. And when it pulls back or you know, eases off, then you go with that as well. So I'd say that's how I would describe flow. Oh, I love that. So good, because I think sometimes it's so easy to feel like, like you said, we have to be in this constant state of motion. But actually, flow can mean slowing down when things aren't right and then speeding up when you are back in alignment. Oh, that's so juicy. I love it. So thinking then about your business and like the business that you've created and how it's evolved over the last couple of years, how have you embraced or created more flow in the way that you run your business? I would say it's exactly by doing that because, uh, you know, when I talked about that, about when the, the energy is there, that's when you flow. For me, that's what I would often call the yang phase. And then when it, when it draws back, when it's not pushing you out there and you pull in, that's the yin phase. And this has been huge for me in the last couple of years. Oh, I would even say the last 12 months in particular, because I think we are often mentored and it's very much a part of, of business to flow all the time, as in to be putting out, you know, if you want to use it in that way, in terms of putting out energy to be uh, sort of in, in yang all the time. And 
I realized very early on as I started to work with the energy body of businesses that a business didn't want to be in that place all the time, that it wanted to draw back sometimes and go forward sometimes. And, and then as I realized that, I realized, well, that's just reflecting me and my energy. And, um, and it's been an ongoing journey for me. So I've had that realization and I've taught about that for at least a couple of years, but actually thought I was embodying it in my business, but not always. You know, I, I did certain things and it's an ongoing journey, to be honest, Laura, because we're going against the way that business traditionally has been done. And so it is a bit of a playing of just trying this and then seeing what works and also realizing when you're hustling or exhausted or, you know, and just looking at that and going, oh, hang on, there's no flow here. There's no flow because there's no flow when you're exhausted. It's actually because you're probably trying to put in energy where when the energy is not flowing for you to put in, when the energy is saying pull back, but you're pushing forward. So you're out of flow. I can't even remember what your question was, but I hope that answered it. <laughs> no, that was that was perfect. And, you know, it's interesting as you were saying that because you and I have obviously known each other for a long time and we've both seen our own businesses and each other's businesses evolve and grow over that period. And as you were saying about businesses not wanting to be in that yang energy all of the time. Now, I know you work primarily with women. I don't know if you work with men at all, but I wonder if the, the businesses and the business energy body, which I do want to explore a bit more in a moment, but whether that's reflective of the fact that these are businesses that are run by women. And so the businesses are taking on the cyclical energy of women and wanting to do things like move away from the, the old way of doing things, the traditional way of doing things. Is that something you've seen or do you primarily work with women so you don't have the contrast to speak to that? Yes, I, I don't have the contrast because I do primarily work with women. but I And women, as you're aware, are very different in their energy to, to men. And men seem to be able to maintain a yang state for longer. I don't know if they're meant to be like that, but that's certainly the way that they've developed and evolved. And, um, and of course, business originally was created by men. So that yang in, you know, they can hold that state much more. But because I do work with women, um, that's where I find, no, that's where I realise this honouring of the yin energy with the yang. And, and so much of my work is also to do with our connection to the earth and following the earth cycles and, of course, the earth. You know, whether we're men or women, the earth does have a yin and a yang. You know, it does. Men still go through winter and summer, night and day. And so in actual fact, it is relevant to everyone. Uh, so I'm not quite sure I fully know the answer to that. I'm not sure whether even with men, maybe that is not how they are meant to be all the time. Maybe that does lead to exhaustion in men as well or health issues or, you know, who knows? Who knows? Yes, look, look, I'm obviously not the expert in men's hormones as much as I am in women's, but typically across the month, you would see that men would have that sustained, you know, their testosterone levels are pretty even across the month, but their energy is much more in aligned with the circadian rhythm. So obviously, you know, night and day and how their energy changes across the day. So yeah, it's so interesting. So interesting. But yes, you're quite right. It's all, you know, the earth cycles and all of that, the moon cycles, it's all, it's all energy, right? 
So one of the things that you mentioned just before was about the business energy body. Now, I think a lot of people understand that we have an energy body, but maybe new to this concept of our businesses being a separate entity from us and having its own energy body. Can you just explain a little more about how that works or what that looks like? So really, the moment that you have an idea for a business, that entity is birthed. And when it births, if you like, you know, it's almost like you have created it and you've birthed it as you would a baby. And when it's birthed, it has its energy body is very similar to yours because it hasn't taken on any other influences yet. Having said that, that entity actually does have a purpose. So it has what I would call a blueprint that sits in the crown chakra of the business, just like our crown chakra is where we connect with our soul energy. The business has this blueprint. So it actually does have a purpose, if you like, like it birthed for a reason, just like we have. And and we have called each other in to work together to almost help each other fulfill our purpose. And this is where, because we don't, because we often think we are our businesses, we think therefore our business has our purpose, but that's actually not always the case, which is really interesting. And, and then the longer a business exists, the more the many different energies it takes on in terms of all the people who become involved in the business, whether that's clients, customers, you know, mentors, whoever is involved in that business. So then the business energy body starts to look very, very different to the business owner's energy body. And it really does become its own entity with its own path. Um, but it's there for you. You've, you. As I said, you've birthed it. You're there together. You're in it together. And I'll often say that the business entity is your portal to share or, or to magnify your gifts out to the world. It's almost like that's the reason it's come in. It's like I'm here for you to magnify your gifts so that they reach more people. And in turn, we guide and direct the business to help fulfill its purpose. So it's actually a really beautiful exchange and a beautiful connection. And for my clients, certainly I see the stronger that that connection grows, the more you see it as a communication between two entities, the more support you feel in your business and the more your business feels supported and you seem to grow and develop, I don't know, in a much more grounded and more powerful way than if you just think you're doing it on your own. It's so fascinating. And I remember when you first started talking about that concept and one of the things that you mentioned is, you know, that every time you have, say, someone work in your business or you have clients that touch your business or mentors that are part of your business, like their energy then becomes part of your business's energy body. And so that's when it begins to kind of morph and move away from being so closely aligned with your own energy. And I think for a lot of a lot of women, we tend to think of our businesses as this extension of ourselves because we have, I guess, personal brands for lack of a better term. You know, our business is our personal brand. And we feel like when we, we're putting our business out there, we're putting ourselves out there. And to actually start to separate ourselves from that and realize they are two separate and distinct entities that have this really close-knit relationship and that that giving and the receiving on both sides is really quite fascinating to think about it. Now, I know that this is a concept, obviously, that's evolved for you over the last couple of years, but was there a particular turning point or an aha moment where all of it kind of clicked and you just had this moment of 
realization that this was you saw your business going and helping other people with this? Or was there this moment of clarity for you that set you off on this path? I'm not sure if there was one moment, but certainly as far as the business side of, of realizing about the business energy body, that was a that really was an aha. I think I was probably walking on the beach. That's where I always get my inspiration. So very likely I was walking on the beach. And suddenly, I, won't, I don't know what I was thinking about, but suddenly I just went, oh my gosh, the business is an entity. It must have an energy body. And then I contacted a friend who has a business and said, can I read the energy body of your business? I'm just practicing here. I want to see what, you know, what I find. And anyway, she went, yes, she was so excited. And so, and when I did it, I went, wow, this is quite easy. And suddenly I realized I was almost becoming the voice of the business. It was almost like I was uh, allowing her to communicate with her business by sharing with her what I could see in her business. And, and it was really an amazing experience for her. And so that was it. Then I just went, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to explore this more. Now, what is interesting about that, Laura, is I don't think I focused much on flow and, and certainly on the yin-yang balance and so on until I started to work with the businesses like that. It was reading so many business energy bodies. And, and for your listeners who don't realize, I'm clairvoyant. So I see images in the business that's, uh, or I see where the blocks are, or I see what needs to be activated. And it was through reading so many business energy bodies that the business actually taught me about this yin and yang and having a, a yin aspect in business as well as a yang. And that's actually, it's like the businesses have been my teachers. And the more businesses I read, the more I also began to understand, oh, okay, the base chakra of the business is all about this sort of stuff. And this, and you know, the solar plexus is all about this. And I started to see the patterns in different chakras of the business. So the more experienced I became, the more I learned about the business energy and the, the yin and the yang and, and the flow and the cycle of business. And then the more I adopted that with my business, you know, the more I changed my business. And one of the first ways that I changed that, which was early last year, I think, was adopting my yin week in my business, which is my, for me, I'm no longer bleeding. So for me, the yin week I did around the new moon in that period, sort of leading up to and including the new moon. That week, I marked off my calendar as time that I would just go in, that I would I was going to say plan, but not necessarily plan, but play with, you know, what, what else could I create in this time? And sometimes I would create if the energy was to, there to create, but I didn't see clients. I wasn't doing output in that time. I wasn't in my yang energy in that time. And that's how I began to uh, change my business by following that. Interestingly, though, you know, I really thought, yeah, I've got this nailed, <laughs> I love that term in itself. I'm like, yeah, I've got this yin yang thing nailed. And then uh, I did, my business was growing a lot, especially in the second part of last year. And then of course, what happened is I had a health issue. You know, something came out of the blue. I had to pull back from my business for several weeks. And I suddenly realized, despite my token yin week, I actually still wasn't being in my yin energy. I really wasn't allowing flow in that I was still pushing through when um, maybe the energy wasn't always there because I had decided I was launching at that time and I needed to do this and this and this and that meant x number of emails and x number and so I was still operating like that even though I might have taken a week off clients a month 
And it was so interesting. It took for me to be unwell and for me to be, uh, for me to receive the advice to that I needed to switch off from my business, that I needed to relax more, meditate more, where I suddenly went, oh my gosh, I've got to review my business again. I thought I was there. I thought I'd done it. But actually what I realized, bringing it back to the flow, is that I was not always taking what I call inspired action. I was taking action when I thought I had to take action and not when the energy was with me to take the action. And that's this year, that is where I've really changed. My business is a little bit quieter, but I've made that choice. But I really only take inspired action now. So if I've got something, say my newsletter is scheduled to go out on a Wednesday morning at 7 a.m. And Tuesday afternoon, I'm like, I really don't have the, I don't feel inspired to write my newsletter right now. I'll go, so what? I'll do it tomorrow morning. So what if it goes out at 1 p.m.? No one will know. <laughs> you know. And so just like that, those sort of things, watching myself with those shoulds, taking this energy or fighting the energy in a way and not waiting until I felt inspired. So that's been my big shift this year is really only acting on inspired action. And it's not the way that most coaches will teach you to run a business. And it's not the way that we've been conditioned either. Like we are, it's this expectation and it comes very much from, I guess, that masculine corporate world where it's just, you go from one thing to the next and it's this constant to-do list and you tick one project off and then you start the next one and it's just go, 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 go. And whether we're embracing our feminine cycles or the moon cycles or, or whatever it is, we've never been taught we've never been given permission we've never allowed ourselves to really truly embrace our cyclical nature and so it's really interesting because obviously I was watching your business grow and evolve and saw some of these things going on and it was really interesting from the outside it looked like you were really embodying this but knowing that there's always more to learn there's always more to assimilate, you know, even more further and further align with the things that we think we've got. That's right. And I mean, that's been my big learning as well. Of course, we're constantly evolving. We've never mastered it. You know, we're, we're just going deeper all the time. And, and yes, we might learn what at one level, how to change things or shift things or whatever. But there's always a deeper level of that. And I mean, that's part of the journey. That's part of the fun. That's part of the growth. You know, it's just how it is. And I'm sure where I'm at now, I will look back in six months or 12 months and say, oh my gosh, you know, you thought you were pretty chill then. You thought you were just working with inspired action and with the cycles and the, but oh my gosh. <laughs> so, um, but that's part of the learning. Yeah, absolutely. So one of the other things that I wanted to touch on, I know you talk a lot about moving away from this patriarchal model of business and a lot of business coaches out there are still, not necessarily, but they're still more aligned, I guess, with the traditional way of doing things. And the way that this has evolved for you over the last little while of allowing yourself to follow the inspired action and not having to do things a certain way because a business coach told you that that's the way that you had to do it. And I know that you've also been exploring your human design a lot. I know you've talked about that, which I find quite interesting as well. And I'd love to just 
talk a little bit about how you've found moving away from doing the things that you should, because this is how you're supposed to run a launch, or this is how you're supposed to show up on social media, how you've found moving away from the, the shoulds into the doing what feels right for you, what feels in flow, what feels in alignment, and how that has, I guess, impacted the way that you run your business, the way that you are in your personal life as well, because I'm sure it all has that flow on effect into your life as well. Yeah. And I mean, that again, that's the word. It's, it's flow. I think that's the main thing in my life now. When I look at my week, it, it flows. It really, you know, really does in balancing both business and personal. I'm also very involved in cryptocurrency trading now. That's something I've really moved into this year. So that's an aspect of me too. So that's sort of flowing as well. And it all weaves in this beautiful dance now. I noticed, Laura, as when the when the dance stops, when the weaving stops, is because a should has come in, is because this is the way I should be doing this. This is the way, you know, yes, I want to open my Biz Alchemy playground for a week and, okay, in the lead up to this, this is what I should be doing. And I can tell right now as soon as I do it because I get tight, I just feel tightness in my body. I feel tightness. I, I get this sort of, it's almost like I get tight in my shoulders. I can feel this frenetic sort of energy and there's no actually I'm just realizing as I say this the joy goes as soon as the joy has gone I know I'm doing a should I know I'm following a model um, or something I've been taught that doesn't necessarily feel aligned with who I am and I think a big part of, of my year this year is about that is is there joy in this for me because the joy equals inspired action in many ways like they go they go hand in hand I'm not quite sure if I answered your question there but that's the tangent I went on (laughs) it was perfect one of the things that and again it's this coming back to giving ourselves permission right we we get told in order to have a successful business you have to do it this way in order to have a successful six-figure in air quotes launch you have to launch using this particular strategy. And of course, every business coach or business mentor, they'll have their their favorite ways of doing things because that's what's worked for them. But it's this coming back to tuning into, as you were saying, what feels joyful, what feels in alignment, what feels fun. Because when you embrace that energy, it doesn't matter what strategy you're using. If you're feeling joyful and fun, that you're going to take that energy into it and it's going to feel easy and the results will come from that as opposed to forcing yourself into doing something that just feels hard or doesn't feel right. Exactly. And actually, I was thinking this before we started talking, I was thinking a bit about this. It's important to have coaches and mentors. Like when I started, I would have had no idea how, I mean, I didn't, I had no idea. I needed something. I needed some sort of framework. The base chakra of my business needed a strategy to to build upon. You know, I needed that. I think where many of us can come undone is as you say, we, we apply things that worked for those that are teaching us, which is why we've gone to them. And that's really great. But it doesn't mean every single aspect of that will work for us. And it's finding the point of going, oh, of being able to step back and go, oh, actually, let me just look at this objectively. Or let me feel into this, maybe. What, what feels good about this and what doesn't? And then start to remove the things that don't and find your own way within that. And I think That is where when I look at businesses and their owners and I'm looking at both the energy bodies, 
and they've fallen out of love, I think that's why. I think that's when the relationship starts to get a bit push-pull because continuing with something that you've been told to do and it may not be aligned anymore, but you're not letting go of that. And that's a really important part of the journey. And that simple question is, does this bring me joy? Or does this feel effortless? Or does it feel effortful? They can help guide you in making those decisions. And realizing, I mean, my big thing at the end of the day is you are unique. Energetically, you are unique. Energetically, your business is unique. You have a unique path together. And there's no one that has the full answer for that path and for what that path looks like. There's only you and your business actually know what that path looks like. And so it is about pulling back what isn't working, adding little bits in that light you up, that feel right for you and finding your unique business journey. And having the confidence to find that and not be constantly looking in everyone else's lane to find the answers when you're the only one that has the answers, but it's through trial and error you get those answers. Like you don't have to beat yourself up because you don't have the answer. You know, it's trial and error. And, And how that feels for you is what tells you what those answers are. Absolutely. It's one big experiment, right? We're just finding what works and what doesn't and You know, even from year to year, launch to launch, something that felt really good six months ago, as you've already said, might not be in alignment now, might not be the right thing for you to do next time you launch. Mm, Because we're growing and evolving and so is our business. And this is where we can come unstuck is when we try and keep our business the same. It's an energetic entity. It's evolving all the time. Sometimes we don't let it. So for people that might be listening to this and saying, well, that's great. My business is a separate entity, has its own energy body. What is the best way for them to start tuning in or building that relationship or that conversation between themselves and their business and starting to get a feel for what the business is trying to communicate versus, you know, maybe what's coming from themselves and their own energy body? One of the sort of most effective ways I've found, I I have a little uh, meditation that's called Meet Your Business. And in that, you're basically closing your eyes, imagining your business coming towards you in whatever form it likes, and it's there, and you just connect in through your hands and feel its energy. Just feel what it's like, you know, And, and everyone who does this feels something very, very different feels a different type of thing in their hands, you know, a different sensation, has a different experience, has a different emotional response. And even just doing that starts to build a connection with your business. But when you're in that place, the other thing is you can just ask a question, you know, and I will often say to start the day, meet your business like this and start the day with what is the most important thing for us to do today? And then guaranteed something will cross your mind. And the thing is to trust that that's a response from your business and not go, oh, that's just my mind making it up, you know, which is what we so often do when our intuition is actually trying to get our attention. And like anything, it's just practice. You'll you'll do it and you'll receive something and you go, I'm not sure about that. But then you do it again the next day and you do it the next day. And after a while, you start to trust and then you start to act on that. And then the beautiful thing is when you build this relationship in this way is that when you're unsure about something, you have a direction to take and you don't know which way to go, you can sit with your business and you can ask it. 
is this the right direction for us? And just see what comes to you. See the way your body reacts. See what crosses your mind. Take it. It's a game. Like just see it as a game. Like there's no right or wrong with this. You know, there's no right or wrong, but it can be, have really powerful results if you can trust it and, and build that connection. Yes, I love that. And I think the, the key thing there is the trust and building the trust muscle. Certainly something I think all of us have had to go through when we've been learning to tap into our intuition and tap into the senses that we can't necessarily attach to anything tangible, but we can feel or we just know or we see things. Building that muscle of trust in our intuition and what, what it's showing us or what it's telling us. I do just want to mention you've got your own podcast as well as an amazing channel. Do they call it a channel on Insight Timer, which has lots of meditations and lots of resources. So for the people that are listening, if you want to drill a little more into a little more detail with understanding what the the different chakras of your business represent, you know, you're working through that on your podcast at the moment. And also you've got your meditations on Insight Timer as well, which are Excellent. And I highly recommend people go and listen to. Thank you, Laura. And I also do two lives a week on Insight Timer, sort of working through the chakras as well. I'm just doing it on rotation, basically. Again, because as we said, the journey's never over. <laughs> you know, so you might work on your base chakra this week, you and your business, but you know what? In seven weeks' time, you'll be ready for it again. My podcast is Biz Alchemy. It's on Insight Timer. You can just find me by searching Jacqueline Atkins and my meditation library will come up. I also have a business energy circle there, which is a bit like a type of Facebook group, really, where we can all interact. I also do my lives. So yeah, you can just follow me and then you get all the details for that. Awesome. I will make sure that we pop all of those links in the show notes so that people can come and find you easily. So before we wrap up, I would love to know what is your number one tip or piece of advice for people who might be listening that they can take and they can put into action today to create more flow and ease in their businesses? Well, other than all the stuff I've mentioned, but something I haven't really mentioned, and I, and for me it is vital, is actually connection with the earth. You know, I talk, so all my meditations, everything starts with opening the feet chakras on the soles of your feet so that you can feel the earth energy coming in through you. We are meant to be connected with the earth. We are physical entities having this physical experience. We often work on our upper chakras and opening to the divine, but it's just as important to connect in with the earth energy. And the more connected in with the earth we are, the more we are in touch with those cycles, the more we are in touch with the yin and the yang, the more we're in touch with the flow of abundance and all the good stuff that comes from being on the physical plane. So for me, the more I am connected to the earth, the more I do that, the more I open those feet chakras, I find the more in flow I actually am. And if I ever find myself out of flow, as I said, go, I go and stand on the beach or walk on the beach, which is just near me, and boom, I'm straight back into it. You know, I open my feet chakras and it puts me straight back into that place. So that's something, just a quick and easy thing you can do, because obviously you don't have to go to the beach, you can do it anywhere, but that's a quick and easy thing that you can do that, whether you're in business or not, will serve you in your life by maintaining that connection and will put you into that place of flow. Well, thank you so much. My goodness, we've packed a lot of juicy insight into the last 30 minutes or so that we have been talking. So thank you. I really appreciate you 
coming and sharing your wisdom with all of us. I will make sure that I pop all of your links in the show notes so that people can come and follow you on Insight Timer, come and listen to the Biz Alchemy podcast. And yes, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for inviting me, Laura. I always love our conversations. so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the with flow podcast if you got value from this episode i would be so grateful if you could share it with your friends or leave a rating and review in itunes spotify or wherever you get your podcasts thank you so much for helping me spread the word see you on the next episode